tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. <laughs> I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now your hosts. Luke Matthews. Nice, nice words of the. I have completely forgotten how to speak this evening. Andy Padel. I got to the point where I could beat the game with my feet. Patrick Manning. When you stab that guy in the face right in the middle of that kill streak, and you can actually hear him say "fuck you," that is so satisfying. And Mike Dupatrillo. I'm just thinking of the really bad Second Life versions of me's where they get together and give each other hand jobs. It was. What came out? Chrono Trigger. Just now. Yep. Because yeah. Square is afraid of money, and they decided. They <laughs> That's decided why they posted a hundred and fifty million dollar loss. Yeah, they decided. Are you to kidding? For the quarter. I'm not kidding. Oh. There hasn't been a good Final. I'm Fantasy still playing for a while. Final Fantasy fourteen. Fourteen is why they re-released Frontier we, Saga. We talked about that so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're getting it out of the way it's also, now. It's also yeah. the other. T- so Square is. Mostly owned by Sony, isn't it? No, not anymore. Mm-hmm. After the movie came out, oh, they, did they buy themselves out of? Pretty Hawk? much the only one that is profitable is fucking Dragon Quest. Thirteen probably made money. Thirteen made money. Thirteen had like six million sold. Yeah, and that's that doesn't actually mean it's made money in <laughs> in Square uh, the world of Square Enix. It probably could <laughs> at sixty bucks a pop. Yeah. How many of their directors went into like psychosis for this one? <laughs> How many directors did they not have to pay because they committed suicide? Like four. <laughs> well, how many was it for twelve? It was three, right? <laughs> yeah. And what's Sakaguchi doing now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Are we ready to go? Um. Uh, uh. That was like AIDS Oops. in a bottle. <laughs> Tasty. Cherry flavored? It's the extra strength one, which doesn't technically have a flavor. I think they just throw a bunch of extra whatever the fuck their flavors they have left in for the extra strength one. So it's like it's the how, bottom of the vat. Yeah, let's see how let's see how much shit it's we not need to throw vat. in here to actually mask the flavor of the eight thousand three hundred and thirty three percent daily value of vitamin B twelve they put in it. Plus mm, hair on your much? chest. Eight thousand three hundred and thirty-three percent daily value. I only got two hundred and fifty here. Oh, yeah, five hundred. Five hundred. Because there's two. There's two servings in this yep. bad boy. I'm sorry. If it comes in a single can, that's a serving. Unless it's a keg. How many servings are there? Six. Two. Two. Bullshit. Nobody. Have you ever seen anyone drink half of a fucking rock star and then put the other away for some other time? Well, Coca-Cola used to be two servings. Yeah, until somebody stepped in and said, that's bullshit. Yeah, you're yeah, actually full of a shit. A big grab bag of potato chips used to be like four servings. And they're like, oh, it doesn't have hardly any fat as long as yeah, you, it's you know, only 80 calories. serving size is ah. four chips. Wishful thoughts. Mm, that was gurgly. Now are we ready? Your beer's open. Are we good to go?
Welcome, everybody, to episode 36 of the After the Fact podcast. I'm your host, Luke Matthews, and I am joined today by Mike DiPetrello. Derp. Patrick Manning. Rock and roll! And Andrew Padel. How's it going, Luke? Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Just down to five-hour energy because I am fucking tired. I was up till like 1.30 in the morning uh, last night editing the other podcast and getting it posted. So, yeah, shit. What a slave. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what it's become. Who the fuck is tapping their feet on shit? Thank Kill. you. Thank Kill. you, Patrick. <laughs> we will murder you until you are dead if you continue doing that. All right. Uh, this episode's going to be all about David Crane's A Boy in His Blob, Trouble on Blobolonia. And uh, until. Bubble Bobble. Awesome. Awesome. Same thing, right? <laughs> you got it stuck in my head now, you asshole. <laughs> no, I figured if I could get through an entire bar, then you're all fucked. <sighs> I have Destiny's Child stuck in my head. Now I've got like a remix of both of those things stuck in my head. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for it. <laughs> my body's so delicious for you, hun. I think that's got to be a record. I wrecked the podcast before we even talk about what we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> we will go around the room and talk about what people are playing. Let's start with Andy. Uh, <laughs> that is a very sexy face, Luke. I am playing Ghost Recon Shadow Wars for the 3DS, and it is awesome with one glaring exception. It crashes on me all the time. Really? All the time. Testing. Uh, thank you, launch software. <laughs> it is amazing. I am 6% into the game. It is uh, crashed on me four times now. Yeah, every one, what is that, about 1.5%? Every every 1.5% of the game, it yeah, crashes on you? Yeah, m- roughly. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. I, I th- What kills me most about it, though, is it's a really good tactical RPG. If they would have, you know, cleaned it up a little bit, it would have been a phenomenal tactical RPG. I'm still gonna finish it, but I've talked to friends who finished it. Like, yeah, that happens all the time when you play it. It's like, oh. it's uh, it's replay value. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually, you uh, just randomly crash when you're doing something important. Yeah, yeah. like two times you at the end to, of the play, it again. Just crashed. Have to play it again. Yeah. yeah, that's pissed me off a little bit. Oh, well. do you think everybody's just trying to push straight dates because of? Other games that are being no, released soon. That doesn't. That doesn't oh. happen. Doesn't Jeez. happen. Why would they? Psh- when? No. Forget about Diablo three actually being released. The beta will destroy the industry for everybody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody will be playing anything else. That's true. Uh, I can't In fact, that's, I think that's all. I'll talk about for like two months straight. Uh, yeah, uh, I was talking to someone, and so like, there's the one possible usurper to. Uh, Wow, and that's KOTOR. It's got a chance. However, we were discussing, and we think that uh, probably most likely about the time that KOTOR comes out, Blizzard's going to be like, hey, uh, here's uh, Titan. Enjoy. Oh, Titan, yes. Titan is the code name for their next generation MMO that they have been developing for the last four years four now. Years. Yeah. It won't come out until uh, like 2030. Until they, they want to absolutely execute some other developer's game. <laughs> and yeah, execute not like a piece of software. <laughs> it's like cut their head off. Like drag them out into the like street. Like two bullets to, to the back of the software. head. Draw and quarter them and then cut their balls off in some square. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> uh, 
That's Braveheart for you. Yeah. Wow. Braveheart of Well, thank you for explaining your reference, sir. You're welcome. You know, we can't just be third and fourth and fifth and sixth degree like we're always at, you know. This is not Kevin not? Bacon, the podcast. Sure it is. What were we talking? We were talking about video games. We're we're video games. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, so on the EA website, KOTOR has disappeared from the release window for Q4. As has Mass Effect Three. Now, Mass Effect Three is they now an- 2012. They announced the Mass Effect Three change, but at the same at the same time on their website, the Kotor release date also disappeared, which which they didn't say. Maybe it's in a little bit rougher shape. Yeah. They're like, hey, well, we've seen what happens when someone doesn't really test their games and releases an MMO. Let's uh, maybe clean this up a little bit. Maybe they're combining them. Oh my God. <laughs> Mass Kotor. Maybe it's gonna be store. Maybe it's gonna be Mass Effect versus Jedi. No, no Kotor effect. Yes. Shepard with a f- fucking. Oh God, Reaper Jedi. Yeah. Ah, Reaper Jedi. Yes. Reaper Sith. <laughs> Reaper, Sith. Reaper Sith. Yeah. Reaper Sith and don't, Jedi. Don't don't geek correct. Are you kidding no, this me? Is, this is important. This is important <laughs> shit, Luke. This is important <laughs> shit. Maybe there's like. Nice That's ones. The only it's like the BFG. There's like a bunch of really big, nasty giants, and then there's one really nice one that farts all the could time. You, okay, I can see a himself Rogan with it, cucumbers like, that are actually called snozcumbers, and then kidnaps a child and also eats dreams. What the fuck are you on? <laughs> Haven't you read the BFG? No. God, I forgot you can't read shit. Anyways, Andy, what were you saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, what's the BFG? The Big Friendly Giants, a book by Roald Dahl. Oh, that. Okay. Um, uh, what the fuck? Were I was thinking of Doom. Uh, so, oh, yeah, what? You know. No, no one plays Mass Effect through as the good guy unless they've already beaten it as the bad guy. Like if you're the I good guy, the good guy at first. Yeah, you're lying because you get more quests that way. You get no, to see you the don't. whole game. No, you don't. Oh, listen. Did you play the original Kotor? You kill people and then it stops the story. Yeah, so you're like, <laughs> you don't get to see that part of the story because you just killed the person. Yeah, Mass Effect Two doesn't work that way. You fucking intimidate well, the shit out of them and then you kill them after you get your quest. Mm, yeah, I guess they changed that a little bit for the Mass Effect yeah. series. The best part of KOTOR was at the end, it was me and not IG-88, but the other assassination droid. We just took out the rest of the party. Like, we land on the last <laughs> planet, and like, I object to this. I'm like, <laughs> Someone's like, I object to this too. I'm like, <laughs> someone's like, you just killed those two guys for objecting, but I object. Robot, take him out. <laughs> the, assassin, the assassin droid's like, meat bags. Meat bags <laughs> deserve to be filled with holes. <laughs> Query. Can I kill them now? Yes. <laughs> what are you playing, Mikeatron? Best character in any game. Um, hmm. I'm playing a game called 100 Rogues, which I get for free on the iTunes App Store for its one-year re- anniversary. It's an old-style adventure kind of... It's a roguelike, ter- isn't it? What was that? It's a roguelike. Um, like, I'm not sure what that is, actually. Um, <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl is like a, a Genesis version. I was thinking um, Shemu or Sheer and the Wanderer. It's it's there's I a dungeon you go in and you might die but everything you learn from that past experience gets like all that stuff continuously affects the world. No, no? it's more old school than that. It's even Rogue's derivative. Old, dude. Yeah, it's derivative of like the old text-based versions like or Zork? the Ansiver. Yeah. Yeah, that's rogue. Yeah, is it? Um but it doesn't you can locker your stuff if you find a locker. Yeah, that's totally yeah. a roguelike thing. Yeah. That sounds rad. What the fuck? It's pretty good. It's turn-based, and that's it's totally roguelike too. Yeah, 
Hmm. I've just never heard of it like rogue. That's totally roguelike too. I just backstab you. That's totally roguelike yeah. too. That's six, just like rogue. Six times multiplier. Someone doesn't like. Oh, playing. that's just like rogue. Someone doesn't like playing games over and over again. Apparently, Diablo three. That's just like Rogue too. Yeah, I'll play that game over and again, over and over. And, eh, yeah, play that game over. <laughs> eh. Anyways, I'm looking at you, Patrick. Well, what are you playing? That sounds fantastic. Actually, hundred yeah. rogues. Yeah, huh? it's good. You should try it. Is it's it anything like Rogue? It's like a hundred. The of beer? Them. Yeah, it's delicious. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'd hit it. Did you sit on your bottle or something? Now? <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing, Luke Patrick? Dr- Luke drinks his alcohol anally. Anyway. So, <laughs> glug, 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 glug. yeah, God, uh, that would burn. <laughs> Jesus, don't picture it, man. Jesus, beer's fine. Uh, so don't drink with your eyes, drink with your ass. <laughs> so, I have like three different <sighs> Brink shirts and a Brink poster, and I was like, hey, this game looks like it might be fun. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, a Shadowrun type game with guns. No, it's not. It's not that. Everyone's face looks like it's been stretched out, like yeah. it's just a little bit too far from being, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not really a caricature. It just looks bad. Yep. Like, <laughs> someone gra- like, every single character model, it's like someone put their giant, like, gorilla-like hand on the top of their head, it grabbed their jaw, and yanked in two different directions. Yeah. So it's... Mm-hmm. That's what everything that game yeah, looks like. Yeah, it's really ugly. And um, it plays really ugly, too. Like, you're running... Like, I was sprinting across the... You floor. Know, the, the floor and shit like that and running up buildings. But it's like... Like a snail's pace, you know. You're like basically like sliming your way across. Yeah, you stuff know that's what I I, I saw down that. under things, and that was just the that was this was just the cutscenes. Like if you're running really <laughs> fast, they were doing it in double speed. I and saw then, I saw some people playing the game, and I saw that same thing, and it just looked it didn't look. They were fast. trying too hard. Just, you know, they're like, well, we got it to work, uh, but it's not very fun. Were they trying to be like Mirror's Edge and make it? Yeah, they were it? like trying to do Team Fortress and Mirror's Edge at the same time, which I thought would have been fucking amazing. Well, and they also wanted the Shadowrun. They got cl- so there, there's the classes versions of Team Fortress and Shadowrun, which the yeah. Xbox version of Shadowrun I still uh, burns yeah, me up inside. The original Shadowrun for the SNES is best. Yeah, I really. Although wish there's two, still two versions, so I really wish they would. Uh, someone would buy that and fucking make a real Shadowrun game. Wait, but you didn't like them. the multiplayer only. <laughs> I actually gave it a shot. I did too, and I really wanted it to be good, and it was awful. No animations for walking up ladders. You just floated up them. Yeah, it was like Duke Counter-Strike. Nukem style. Yeah. I was okay it was with like that. Worse. It was worse. <laughs> I like it the, was worse than a I game like that you could teleport through shit. Yeah. That was cool, but it didn't work. <laughs> Ever. So, okay, so... So played, it's sprite-based. So, so everybody, you go in the <laughs> air on your little hand glider thing, and everybody's just flat on the ground as a, as a, as a sprite so here's, yeah. <laughs> here's I remember a quick, those days. Here's a quick uh, experience of Brink. If you're ever thinking about buying it, the first mission you can play it online with everyone else. It's part of the you know normal uh, campaign mission. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. You can just go in here and start playing. Sweet. I jump into a server. There's eight other dudes in there, and I'm running around. And the first mission is to keep a guy alive for ten minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, that's yeah. escort mission. That's nice. An escort mission. First thing. The guy is stationary. And the rest of the mission, I we all proceeded to completely spawn kill the rest of the computer players in a single hallway where they were all coming out because that's the whole arena or whatever, literally just standing there healing the shit out of each other and spawn killing everyone for 10 minutes. That sounds it so fun. End. 
I was just like, this is the longest. I, I was like, okay, wait, wait. This has got to get better, right? Like, this has got to be like the tutorial level. You're just sitting there figuring out classes and trying everything out. I mean, I had no, it baffled me, like, how they thought that was a good game, uh, your level design at all. It's <laughs> like, like, I know, guys, like, we've got this four year development cycle for this FPS game. We want to make hand gliders like Shadowrun, and then we're going to make the entire game a really long escort mission because we heard that escort missions are things that gamers like to do. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, while we're at it, we're going to make it in an ice level. Yeah. An ice so, level. This was made by Bethesda, right? No, it was published by Bethesda. Okay. It was the last game made by... Splash Damage. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the last game made by... No, no, seriously. Like, there's <laughs> a reason for that. <laughs> in the, like, so they Splash finished damage. it. Splash Damage. Yeah. Uh, they finished it. They all got closed. Really? And the game came out. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So... That's, so Part of that is no shit. They're like, oh, just fuck, just put it out there. God damn it. Yeah, the God, f- we got to try and make f- some money back from this piece of shit company. Yeah, it was horrible. What was the first time I saw this game? Pax 09? Yeah, that's when yep. I saw it. And it looked fucking fantastic. And I had thought they released it a long time. Was that the, awesome. was that the year yeah. that they had the? No, it would have been Pax 10 where they had the giant fucking booth with yes. all the yeah. No, it like, was nine. No, it was nine. It was yeah, 09 it was where they had the yeah. crazy they ass had a booth, huge, and the, huge booth with the huge and I had, amount I had of publicity. Thugs running around like saying, "You can't film this. You can't film this." Like literally putting their hand on like. I was like, "Okay, fine, I get it." You Here's know? a shirt because everybody, like, everybody at Pax got a shirt because they had a camera. And I got two or three of those shirts every year. It's true. We've got yeah. but for Brink, like yeah. The vast majority of shirts that I saw people wearing at and after packs for years was yeah. the Bring shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I still have two. I know Christina still has a couple. Yeah. Because they were everywhere. 100% they were everywhere. Hype, that game. 100% hype. I immediately played TF2 after this. I was like, oh, so much better. Frame rate. Oh, I know how everything works. It's balanced. Did they even edit shit? Yes. I love you, TF2. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to leave you. Yeah, Why would I do so. anything other than be the pyro? Exactly. Boom, baby, boom. I like pointing out. Oops, sorry. I, I like pointing out uh, who's a medic as the pyro because no one can understand. Started you. talking about Team Fortress 2 and just popped a Woody right in the bottom of the table. It did. I, I, oh! I, I played the medic the vast majority of the Thank time. Thank you, doctor. Thank <laughs> you, doctor. I will totally kick back with my sniper hat and just like wait for people to walk in front of me and bottles of piss yeah <laughs> i've never ever that game just makes me giggle dumbly too. all the time wait it's what fantastic. does the piss do it doesn't do anything does it uh i forgot i think it's like slows it's, you down or something you're like ah covered yeah. in piss i've played a ton of team fortress one i've never played team fortress two is two. so good two, two is wow i've never played well i was never i'm, I'm not I, I don't play online games so the last time i played regularly the, okay so the last online game that I regularly played any of was Planetside. Borderlands? Oh, uh, that's I'm not sure that counts. I don't play I, okay, I have never I don't play you play competitive, but you don't yeah. play online. I, I yeah, we usually play LAN mm-hmm. and when we do play online, I'm playing co-op with only my wife. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I, I don't go in and play competitive multiplayer and yeah, stuff yeah. ever. Um, okay. so the like I said, I played probably I don't know. I played Planet Side for a couple months, mm-hmm. and then that was. And I played a lot of Team Fortress One and a lot of Counter Strike, mm-hmm. and that that's pretty much the last. That's pretty much all you need after Counter Strike. It's like, well, yeah, you know, you've reached the pinnacle. Don't yeah, worry about it. I haven't seen. Why counter- didn't I buy ammo? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'll- dooley the rest of this fucking day. Fuck you. 
I like to Counter Strike. Like, map it to my scroll wheel button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. I was an absolute. I was an absolute beast with the AK-47 in Team Fortress. Uh, He's Counter Strike One. Uh, I had it, I had it down to an art where if you shoot someone that like at a certain point in their chest, the third shot always headshots them, no matter where you are. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I can remember playing on <laughs> dust. I like, I rushed like that metal uh, one sound. side. Yep. Oh, not the I, I managed to get there's a, the kill zone on the west side of the map that goes under the bridge. Like I made it through there before the sniper got set up. Like crept around, got behind the sniper, pull out my gun. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna die. Click, <sighs> knife, 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 knife. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, knife in the I can't six wait till times they make backstab multiplier. I can't wait till they make another Counter Strike though. It's like I can't wait. So good. Yeah. Well, colorful. the great part was Counter Strike was a mod. Yeah. That's how awesome it is. Yep. Anyway, take that, fuckers. I really thought this was going to be my And it's better than Brink. Oh, my God. It is. That's not saying much. Like, and not to mention the fact that I've heard a lot of people talk about, like, the 360 version is completely broken. Like, the lag is so bad, it's almost unplayable. Yep. And the PC version, like, apparently has problems with a lot of ATI video cards. So it just, like, won't work. It just doesn't work with ATI. ATI. (laughs) Who has an ATI video card? Nobody. That's you only half the market. Those, those yeah. Radeon cars, those... Uh, yeah, those yeah. are shit. All of them. <laughs> We're not going to support that. <laughs> Who yeah. uses PCs? We don't need to support that market either. <laughs> Nobody likes playing shooter on PCs. Fuck. The first Unix Wait only. A, <laughs> a game that's published by Bethesda that's broken? No. No. There was no a, they don't publish broken games, there was do a, they? There was a Fallout game that came out that I did not it was buy. Probably not actually no, filled with bugs, but Bethesda was like, "Here, we got to give it the AIDS needle." <laughs> <laughs> All right, we let uh, this on the same seal of approval. As a Fallout game. <laughs> it's 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 like the Nintendo Gold Seal, except that the seal is just like Bethesda, and it says AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> the Bethesda stab of AIDS. <laughs> right, it's like stamped in shit. <laughs> Be like, sure to double or even triple bar. bag it before you play this game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, if you hadn't noticed, don't buy that game. Don't do it. Don't give them their mo- your money. So did the, the, the quality of being able to be some weird French guy jumping around concrete structures get through in the game at least? Yeah, you, but you do that really slowly. Oh. You're like, oh, there's the wall. All right. I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm on the wall. Yep, I'm running. Okay, now I can turn and shoot. Uh, game's then, lagging. Uh, uh, I'm almost down the wall. Hey, there's a guy over there. <laughs> That's your like fully automatic, you know, fully customized assault rifle. Now, is that the frame rate or the actual game? No, that's... Just say yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> so, anyway. If yeah. you want to play parkour, go play Mirror's Edge. If you want to play a shooter, play Counter-Strike. If I need to evacuate the contents of my stomach due to poisoning, I will play Mirror's Edge. Yes. Yes. My problem with Mirror's Edge is that it's first person. If you're going to make a fucking parkour game, show me the dude that's running around doing cool shit. Don't just have me... Because it it's dumb. You're like, oh, I'm... It was a, a female lead character, you sexist. And I'm running and yeah, then... I want to see that. And then I... Now I'm moving on the wall, but I'm just still not seeing anything. So it's just like... And now I'm... Jumping and now I'm flipping and now I'm shooting and now I'm kicking a guy and now I'm swinging and I'm, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's like getting hit with a six stick from Minority Report. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, That's the best the- part of the movie. <laughs> I love that movie.
it's Luke Ling. So for the last two weeks, we've been playing a boy and his blob. Wait, uh, you're. <laughs> I've been playing a boy and his blob. That's what I've been playing. Excellently done. Uh, Speaking of online games, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not funny. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, a Boy and His Blob came out in 1989 on the NES. Uh, it was created by a guy named David Crane. The entire production team on the thing is what, like eight people, seven people? Something I like think that. it's like two or three. No, there's credits. There's credit. There's a credit screen you get to that has like eight people. But, David Crane made the game, and then another guy did the audio, and the rest of it is all like, this guy learned how to write it to a car. It was marketing. And, yeah, this guy, a marketing dude. And some, they had a, a guy that was a sound consultant. And I'm like, a sound consultant on hey, an I NES game? <laughs> 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 yeah. That totally sounds like you're feeding a blob of jelly bean. It's golden. Ship it. <laughs> that means he's turning right. into a ladder. <laughs> yeah. I do the same noises when I turn into a ladder. They, they couldn't get that whistle noise down, so they hired a guy yeah. to come in and fix it. You know what's cool about this game? Was is there a jelly bean consultant? God, that would be awesome. <laughs> wait, wait a second. So this consultant came I'm surprised over. That the new, the, I'm surprised that the new one isn't like sponsored by Jelly, jelly Belly. Belly. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this consultant probably came over to their office, you mean how, basement house garage <laughs> thing, and then he was carrying an, art, an Atari and he said, here are the sounds that you are looking for and, proceeded and presented an them with an Atari. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Like He took that Atari and started slamming it into different things. <laughs> and that'll be $3,000, please. Thank you. And that was game development God, in, the late late 80s. 80s. in the late I 80s. I want to be a consultant so bad. And everyone had gnarly mustaches. Like, Andy, why are you taking your pants off? You're like, I'm going to dip my nuts in it. <laughs> I'm gonna stick my because that's what consult. <laughs> guys, remember the state? Yep. Yeah. Oh. yeah. What is this tasty blue meat? Oh, that's Muppet. What Muppet? <laughs> there are. Why don't you try four? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I can't. I'm having trouble telling the difference between near and far. Fucking Gigantor comes through the door. <laughs> now show me far. <laughs> Runs off into the distance. Far. Slams the door. <laughs> anyway, this game is hard. The controls are hard. It, well, yeah, fair. Fair. Yeah. Like, I spent. I played it probably. I didn't play it as much as I should have. I played it for three days a grand total of probably six hours straight yeah. oh no grand, grand to- <laughs> yes. I didn't play it much three days straight that's all viewers can't see Luke's bloodshot eyes right now <laughs> and he's twitching a little bit yeah I played it for probably a grand total of six hours I played it for about four of that uh, ad hoc just like without a guide or anything and that is that is a uniquely frustrating experience my God, they're like they don't really tell you anything. They're like, "Hey, you got a bunch of jelly beans, <laughs> jelly beans in a blob, you got a blob and jelly beans, and, and terrible, terrible control." That spider web looks like it's part of the background. Oh wait, I'm dead. <laughs> Game over. Try again, you fuck. There's something. <laughs> there's something bouncing here. Hope you memorized everything you did from this point forward. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. There's some shit bouncing here. That oh, I'm dead. I wonder if I can block that with uh, with an umbrella. Oh, I'm dead. I wonder if I can maybe, if the bubble will protect. Oh, I'm dead. I wonder if maybe I can get through this if I get the rocket and go really. Oh, I'm dead. All right. Don't go Fuck. through the don't go through the uh, spider web. Burn it down. Okay, I'm through the spider web. Oh, rock fell on your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe again. I can, maybe I can block these with an umbrella. Ooh, the umbrella. Were, oh, fuck! It hit me in the foot. I, I just realized that, th- that this game is like a precursor to Braid or not Braid. Uh, um, oh my, Limbo. 
No way. Limbo is way more forgiving. Are you trying to get Star right? No, but, in this the, game? but I can see that actually. I can see the the I can see the parallel that that runs there though. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, because think about it, like you know, like you make it through the threat, you're like, I think I'm fine. Then all of a sudden, there's another threat. You die. Repeat. However, the difference is with Limbo, when you die, you just go back to the same yeah, spot. Yeah, you, you have unlimited lives, and you can go back a little bit. Like this game is just like. Uh, you get. I think you start with five lives. Is it? And mm-hmm. you five or four. That was pretty generous five, for like the the late eighties. Absolutely. Too, you know? That's one of the problems. I that mean, I, Contra gave you twenty lives though. So only I mean, with the code. And it was, it was 30. thirty. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> fuck off, Jesus. Please reference episode number nineteen. Nineteen. You start that game with twenty lives. One. Though. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. That was one of the biggest issues that I had with this game was the fact that it, like, the reason to me why it doesn't hold up, like, it might have been interesting in its day because it was very different from anything else that was on the system. It's but still the pretty it, different. It's still pretty different. Yeah. The reason it doesn't hold up is because it's too vague at the beginning. Like, I can see vague a little bit, but <clears throat> when you, you start at a house and you get a blob... And you got some jelly beans. You're supposed to read the const- instruction manual before you play the game to get the oh, backstory. Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. The backstory it doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that you start the game and then you're like, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to walk to the right. There's nothing here. I wonder what's to the right of that. A drugstore. There's nothing here. I wonder what's to the right of that. Oh, There's nothing here. What's to the right of that? Ooh, a subway entrance. Cool. I'm going to go in the subway. Oh, there's a shit I can't get to. Uh, I'm going to go to the right. What's in the... Oh, there's... There's nothing here. You need, oh, to go to the right oh. you need to crouch in the corner and play Blow a whistle, whistle. Yeah. and then a tornado comes and takes you to Dracula's castle. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like because it was um it's it's so vague and it's every game. It is the this by far of all the games that we have played is the most trial and error intensive game I I think we've done on the show. Because they don't tell you what the jelly beans do either. Maybe that's in the instruction manual, mm-hmm. but yeah. um <clears throat> Luckily, most of them are named in a fairly reasonably, you know, mnemonic device way that... Bean opens a hole, like punching punching a a hole hole in the ground. It's interesting that developers took mm, maybe 15 years to figure out the gamers didn't want to read the manual before playing the game. Instead, they actually just wanted to play the game. So now... Run home, they now, tear open the plastic, be like, <gasps> I'm going to read, on themselves. Yeah, read like, the just manual. Like, full, like, arch back, just <laughs> into, the, into the system, and then they'd, they'd slap that fucking cartridge down, and then they'd press power, and it would flash. And then black to gray screen, black to gray screen, and they're like, <laughs> God damn it. And you put it in. So did we have more patience back then or less? I think, I think I had we had a little more. I think more, yeah. Because so how often, wait, because I remember throwing my controller pretty frequently. Yeah, So I, I kicked my Super NES down a flight of stairs once, ooh. and it still worked. And it still worked, Exciting. probably, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, the Super NES that I've got doesn't work, yeah. which is not surprising because it looks like something out of a fucking Mad Max movie. <laughs> it's like it, it looks like it's been hanging out in the desert for twenty years. Yeah, seriously, it's got well, clear it's, 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 got a, now. it's got a it's got a chunk of plastic out of the front, and along the back behind the cartridge, there is a piece of duct tape covering air. Like there's nothing underneath it. There's an entire like two or three inch chunk of plastic missing. Glows in the dark so, too. 
what's the opposite? The opposite of glowing in the dark would be like absorbing light in the daytime because that's what this does because it has turned the Super NES smoker yellow, which every <clears throat> Super NES console on the planet eventually turns that color. Uh, not the 101 series. No, oh, whatever. I'm just saying. I remember getting renting video entire- games and getting the manual, and the manual was like an ashtray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, who are these people that are using these manuals as an ashtray? I'm going to make an entire so- tangent are- show of you, and I'm going to call it Geek Correct. Yes. And it's just going to be you correcting people over and over and over again. And telling the entire plot line of comic books from front to back, like four and a half years of plot line, and explaining it so you can make one comment about a current issue. You should read more and stop being wrong. (laughs) You don't like that sound in Link? Fuck you. Don't get hit. I walk away for two minutes. No, no, no. It would be comic books. You don't like that. You don't like that sound in Link. Link doesn't make that sound. What? No, he makes the he makes the do 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 do. No, that's not the sound he makes. It's do 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 do. That's that's what it's like talking to Andy about just about anything geeky. Don't hate. You just tell well, him. I don't hate. <laughs> I don't hate, baby. He's the no actually yeah. guy. <laughs> well, there, I can I borrow your glasses for a second? There is a acronym for it. It's called FOD. It comes from Counter Strike. F O A D. Fuck off and die. <laughs> There's a word for it. It's called being correct. <laughs> Smarmity smarm. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> I can also unplug your mic if I really wanted to. Yeah, you could. I mean, <laughs> could also break his neck. That'd be awesome. It's going to be an entire episode. Let's of- throw Andy down the stairs. So we're greeted here with Luke Matthews, Andy Bedell's spine. <laughs> <laughs> Micatron. Yay! So <laughs> the rest of Andy Bedell... <laughs> I was... I w- Instruction manuals. Am I the only person that didn't have a major problem with this game? Like you, you seriously yes. did not have a major problem with the controls. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, I I have I think the controls are terrible. Especially the fact that the whole <laughs> running start sliding stop thing that just kind of happens arbitrarily. You soaped up your sneakers before you <laughs> left your house that day? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, so l- let me throw this out here. So, Isn't that part of just the charm of the animation in, in the game, though? It just has such charming animation. I like that. You actually. look like you're like kind of just like gliding along. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, right? Fire, fire, you... fire, stop, stop. Aw, yeah, four lives. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, where are all the sexy ladies? I got my blob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wonder if I can swim. Fuck. Want to oh. see? Want to see him eat a jelly bean? Hello, what? Katy Perry. What is the name? Would you of like the, some uh, jelly beans? <laughs> the blobs from uh, the old Hanna Barbera show that had the there was the rhino that shot stones. There were the two blobs, and then there was another thing. Are you talking? Uh, <laughs> shit. Now I can't remember the the name of the show either. In the year 1988, yeah. humanity has been erased in a nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. Wait, really? What? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you would know. It's something the Barbarian. It's like Steve the su- Barbarian. This is such good radio. Yeah, I love this. Up. This is amazing. <laughs> have to look it up. Remember, the internet is done gone broke. No. Yeah. Wait. No. Not anymore. No. The internet is back up. Oh. Okay. So let's go back to the controls for a second. So you hated the controls of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, the controls Donkey Kong Country are pretty terrible. Do you think they're worse than this? <sighs> Don't you hate it when I use logic? I think that these. I think the bad. I think the terrible the controls in this game are easy to easier to adjust to than than uh, Donkey Kong Country was. They're easier to get around. Okay. Um, and they don't require 
this game does not require as much precision as Donkey Kong Country does. What if there was an ice level in this game? I'm pretty sure there is. There actually. is, is actually, there actually? Yeah. I don't even recall there being there levels is one? in this game. Yeah, it's before it, the end. Okay. <laughs> I, play, I play this game and I'm like, I like die a couple times. Like, fuck, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, it was infuriating. Absolutely. I'm done. I didn't yeah, get out I, of the cave. I can't imagine. Well, you know, when, when I was playing it without a guide, I didn't either. Um, well, I mean, technically, you could you could bypass it just by fucking shooting your rocket off and going into the day world. Wow, that's but an acronym. For <laughs> you like that? Well, I could play this level where I could shoot my rocket off. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I never tried that. Yeah, I think that I think that you have to. I think you have wow. to get the treasures. I think you have to get the treasures in the night world because there are some jelly beans that you get through that yeah. that you have to use later in the game. I don't know because I never. When I played this game originally back in 1989 or 90, I never got that far. And I didn't get that far this time playing legitimately. I got I, The most I got this playthrough was I probably picked up maybe 10 treasures in one go before I died and had to start over. And that's like the most. And that's after you know multiple retries going over and over again trying to figure out, well, I can use a hole here, but I can't use a hole here. <laughs> um, the, the most frustrating part of the controls for me is not how the guy walks. It's not how he moves. Blob. It's the fucking blob. And it's it's putting... You put the ladder at the edge of a fucking platform and he goes... Makes the ladder and then you jump off. And then you retract the ladder and he goes... Up to the platform you're on and then goes... And falls off. Son of a bitch! Like, multiple times. There was there were so many times where the hit detection was so fucking spotty in this game where I'd, I'd put a ladder up and then I'd climb over to a platform and then I'd take a step and I'd go... And then fall to the bottom level because I was stuck in the goddamn uh, platform that I was on. Like, I those able, are the things that frustrated me. I was able to bug this game out, like, after you... Like, it says subway and you go down the thing, but I, I dropped a hole where you were supposed... Like, up on the street, and then I went down the down into the subway and then i blew the whistle and the blob drops below the subway and then you can't whistle for him anymore he doesn't you doesn't eat jelly beans you, you can't, can't use a ketchup you can't use a ketchup bean to bring him back what's the ketchup bean do ah, it's catch up oh the oh. ketchup bean makes him catch up no so you throw a ketchup bean on the ground and he automatically appears wherever it lands you call oh, a gm I'm, and ask him to unstuck you I, wait i'm not oh, gonna lie, isn't that Luke? the same thing I, you know, played this game for bother. quite a bit of time back in the day, and I played it for a little bit this time. You never made that connection? Never made that connection. <laughs> never. Really? Seriously. No, didn't even think about it. I'm like, ketchup jelly beans, that's a fucking terrible idea. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I agree that controls are terrible. The thing, this is one of the few games that I'm able to look at in the time that we've been doing this show where the ideas that the game presents and the things that it that they were trying to do on the limited power that they had in the system are impressive enough to me that they kind of overcome some of that. Great concept, poor execution. Uh, great concept and actually not so bad execution for the time. I don't think it's the greatest execution on the planet, and there are definitely control issues, but um, I, like the, I like the fact that it's pretty much it's two levels, really. It's the, you know, the nighttime level in the city and then the daytime out in the country or wherever the fuck you end up going. Some people think that you're going to the planet Bobalonia or whatever but some people are just like it's the night world of the day world Ah." one thing for me is that i mean i think i'm the only person who's played the new one on wii right uh yeah no i haven't played the new one yet i've played it you've played it's It's pretty good it's great it's a great puzzle game yeah i mean it's not like well that's exactly what this should be is a puzzle game game. but this is more of an adventure puzzle game 
Fair. You know I mean? Okay, no, I'll give you that. Like it's all an it's an all encompassing, really giant fucking puzzle. It's a puzzle game that has reactionary elements. Mm-hmm. Well, so did the Wii one. Yeah, a little bit. A little, little bit. Yeah, it was There's, fun. That the Wii one is fun. really forgiving, though. Yeah, and most people don't oh, that's got, know about it. That's so much better. It's got it, forgiving is awesome in this case. But then, then again, it was made by WayForward, so of course it's better. WayForward is has a pretty awesome track record with the shit that they've made. So I, mm. I don't know. I I'm. I haven't played it, but I really want to play it because forgiving is what this game needs, really. The the start over all the time is is bullshit. Like, five lives and no way to get more is at least three out of five rubber fists. That's fucking awful in this game. Let me tell you. I think the, like, the, as the a bad kid, music adds one when, more, actually. <laughs> when you finished it, like, if you finished this game as a kid, you felt like you fucking accomplished something. And then you went to all your friends and you're like, I beat a boy in his blob. They're like, you're a liar! Because no one believed it. That's fair. Isn't this one of those games where they only guys. had about 45 minutes of content, and so they had to b- cock block you from ever beating the game? Well, okay, like, you could do a speed r- if you knew exactly what to do, but, it, like, a lot of it has to do with trial and error. You when have to I, know what to do at the right location. Yeah, and you have to know what your jelly beans do and stuff. Because when I, when I played it with a guide, the second, like, I, like I said, I put about four hours into it without a guide. When I played it with a guide... Um, just going on game facts, I played a probably another two hours, and that's including pausing the game long enough to read the guide and figure out what I'm doing next. I got all the way into the factory in the second area, which is pretty far. And and I don't know. So so here's a question: How far into the game have you gotten, or did you get? Did you this time or last time at all ever? I finished it. You finished As it. Okay. So. When you get to the day world, there there's that string of outdoor uh, levels or screens where that with the bouncy things that are that kill you if you touch them, you can you can get through those just by walking, like timing, right? You can you can do it. It's difficult with the shitty controls, but you can do it. So when I was reading the guide, what they had me do was turn the blob into a coconut, and the first two screens are blank. And then you make a running start into the second screen and throw the coconut, and he rolls all the way through all of those fucking screens. And any time in this game where it shows you a screen with enemies, when you if you see it before you get to it, when you get to it, enemies are gone for the most part. So the fucking coconut rolls all the way across all those screens, all the way to the cornfield, and then you whistle for him, and as he walks back, all the enemies are gone. And then you just stroll through. That's like, not. The that's got to be an it. exploit, yeah, right? Totally an exploit. Okay, because I, I was like, this can't. This can't possibly be design. I mean, it sure as hell made that part of the game easy because the first time I got to that area, like the first, literally the first time I sat down to play this game, I got on the rocket, and I'm like, what the fuck does a rocket? Oh dear God! I'm sitting there for like 25 fucking screens waiting for the son of a bitch to land. He lands in a field somewhere, and I'm like, the fuck. And then I'm, I'm like, walk, 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 walk. Oh, I'm dead. Son of a bitch. Walk, bouncy things on the screen. Oh, I'm going to try and time. Th- oh, fuck, I'm dead. You know what my main issue with this game is? You can't fucking jump. Yes, that is a that's problem. That's fucking stupid. I, I don't know if that's... Every NES game, before then, you could probably jump. Except for, like, Final Commando. Zelda. Yeah, yeah, Zelda. No, Zelda 2, later on. Thundar the Barbarian. Thank you. Son of a bitch. Okay. Wait, Wait what game? Zelda 2. You jump. What game is that? That's whatever that is. It's not a Zelda game. It's, it's yeah, Adventure of Link. Adventure of Link. That's not a Zelda game. It's Zelda Two. It's the second one. Second is game it? is yeah. a Link to the Past. No, the second game. The, you're, no, you're absolutely that's right. That's the prequel. 
Yep. That's the second game. Like, That's a very Oh, good wait. Point. Don't even talk about continuity in the Zelda series. <laughs> Dude. No. You no con- like, there is no continuity. You didn't like error? I like the error. Yeah. Biplane is going by. <laughs> <laughs> Biplane is going by. Biplanetron. Whatever. So, I'm a propeller. I, I've never... <laughs> I didn't have that many problems with this game. Like the the slippy controls are are terrible, and I will give it terrible. It's re- it's really weird because like I feel like I should be bagging on this game be- based on my based on my track record and the way that I normally think about games, especially with shitty controls. Do you think the fact that it's quirky enough that it's different than pretty much anything else that we've covered? That's possible, I and because that's... because like I said, it's it is one of those games where I usually don't like trial and error games that have uh limited lives like i like trial and error games if if death means nothing but in this one i was like it took me a minute to figure out what to do and i was like oh i'm collecting treasure i don't know i don't know why i'm collecting treasure but i'm collecting treasure so fuck it let's go see if we can find all these treasures and the first couple of times i'm like jesus fucking christ that fucking slippy fucking what the jelly bean do fuck ah." and then a couple of times of doing that and i was like I just kind of got engrossed in it, you know. I was just kind of like, like the I I died a few times, and then the second time I I sat there and I like methodically fed him one of each jelly bean to figure out what Did the fuck it, it does. No, I didn't write it down. I just remembered like all of the mnemonic devices, like you know, I don't strawberry bridge is the one I don't get, but <clears throat> like licorice ladder and applejack, <laughs> and you know the cinnamon makes the blowtorch because it's hot. Uh, um. But then, then once I knew all of those things, I was just really careful, you know. And that's the thing that I liked about it is that you can do most of this game fairly easily if you're careful. If you don't try and rush through it, it's actually not super hard. But man, if you if you don't the first few times you play it, if you try and rush at all, you're just fucked. Do you remember what the jelly bean was that turns you into the trampoline? Tangerine, tangerine trampoline. Okay, yeah. It's like for life of me, it's like I, I should know this one. Yeah, so that begins with T. <laughs> sounds like trampoline. That is one of the things that I'll say about the guide that I that I went through is that it, this must have been somebody's like perfect path or something because holy shit, like it made no sense whatsoever. Like you went like the, the path that he took was so fucking windy, and no one in their right mind would have figured this out on their own without you know devoting half their life to figuring out like some jackass the same jackass that played adventure and had a notebook full of maps of every fucking turn is the same douchebag that sat down with like five to an inch grid fucking graph paper and mapped out every screen in this game and then went oh here's all the things I could use here you know like actually Nintendo Power did oh really yeah I knew a guy that uh, did that with Solomon's Key. So that guy did it and then sold it to Nintendo Power. No, no, I think probably what happened was Nintendo Power published it and this guy like, like, hey, with this whole issue of uh, Nintendo Power and I'm going to publish it on the internet. Hello, Game Facts. Do you feel like the developers intended to make this game shitty? (laughs) As part of its quirkiness? I don't know if any developer I feel like that's what developers do now. Why is it different? <sighs> we accept it then, and somehow we still do. 
because back then it wasn't really an industry. <laughs> it was it was like David Crane was like David Crane yelling at his mom. Mom, I'm trying to make a video game here. <laughs> Shut up. Get a job, you fucking hobo. <laughs> it's three in the morning. Quit hitting those keys on that Tandy. Try <laughs> to sleep. I'm I'm trying to think of why people remember remember this game, and it partially is because it is really quirky. Yeah, it's fucking weird. weird. The the when the the blob eats the jelly beans, it reminds me of the game um, Number Munchers that Number I used Munchers to play on the Apple II. Mm-hmm. They have that he's that weird like quirky yeah. mouth. Yeah, it's, and then the way he kind of like moonwalks, everybody's like, hey, yeah. Well, and it's it's funny to me because the game it has some stuff. Uh, it has some stuff that's surprising to me on a on the NES. Like everything, I don't want to say physics based. That's a bad term, but logic based. Logic based. Like like you can fucking miss with the jelly bean. You can toss a jelly bean and miss the son of a bitch, and then he growls at you and kind of looks at you like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, it takes a while to throw a jelly bean, which it's so many times, so many fucking times, I wanted to flip a jelly bean at the dude and then turn around and walk the other way. And I went, I hit the button for the jelly bean and then turned around and flipped the jelly bean into fucking into yeah. The Every ether. action has to be absolutely deliberate, yes. which is really fucking annoying. <laughs> I hate it. Ugh. You just want to face roll the game, like just fucking yes. Eat the goddamn jelly beans and I, turn it into Kim Kardashian. Damn I like, it, let's go. I like some form of efficiency. <laughs> like where if a game like it takes a little while to get used to it, but then like later on you get better at it and become more efficient at it. I don't uh, know. That's that's more satisfying. This game has none of that. I don't know. If you have a big all. old sack of jelly beans, you got to rummage through there to find which. Go one on is an which. adventure or sit at home and eat jelly beans while my blob makes sad faces at me. Hmm. Yeah, I'm eating the jelly beans. I'm flushing that blob down the toilet. (laughs) Ate another one of the fucking ketchup ones. Toss the ketchup one in the toilet. Flush. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) How do you like that one, you fucking blob? (laughs) So if you run out of jelly beans, are you just fucked? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You start over. See, and that's and that's the kind of thing that there, one of the reasons that kind of quirkiness is one of the reasons why I'm interested in why what this interested me about this game is that they didn't try. They purposely went toward breaking convention, you know, toward being like this is an adventure, and it's and for a game for a game that's came out on an eight bit system, that's about as close to immersion as you would ever get in a video game. Maybe it's not the best concept concept for the immersion and or the it's the best not the best execution for immersion but it is immersive in so much as you are given a set of tools and those tools don't really ever change you just have to learn how to use what you're given to the best of your ability yeah because if you you know it's like yes you can you know yeah you can use jelly beans randomly willy-nilly but you will run out and you will lose because you didn't what the fuck is wrong with pat right now Like, I was get, just looking at like he's all got this knees. vein coming out of his forehead, and it's just like throbbing. It's amazing. <laughs> he's gonna have an aneurysm it on is, the it, air. That is it's pretty true. awesome. Maybe. Patrick, can I get is, that vein again? Patrick is throbbing over here. Just, wrinkle, yeah. just wrinkles. Did so we start that. talking about Counter Strike again? Yes. The, I guess really the reason I hate the old one so much now, or that it's wrecked for me, is because the new one is so much fun. Yeah, it's it's everything that's quirky and interesting about the old one, but the graphics are really cartoony and cute. The controls are a lot better. Yeah, they're kind it's of more like forgiving. They're kind of Studio Ghibli-ish, jump. aren't they? Yeah, like that kind of anime style. Yeah, yeah. It's it's 
It's fun. You can jump. It's forgiving. Yeah, you can jump. <laughs> yeah, and um, I could go prone. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's not a game if you can't go prone. <laughs> Man, that's such an inside joke. Anyway, so <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Don't worry about it. The one on the Wii is just a bunch of set levels. You know, it's like the equivalent of like I don't know, World of Goo. Yeah, you know, it's kind of on this along the same vein. Okay, so like the vein in my forehead. So it, it's it's like a it's <laughs> like a puzzle platformer. It's it's a throbbing vein in your forehead. It's more of a straight up puzzle platformer, kind of like um, I don't know, like Lemmings or or Lost Vikings, just with a, a different set of tools. Yeah. Okay. I definitely need to buy that then. Yeah. Because I have it's cheap. Look, it, it is cheap. It's because it's for the Wii. Is it on Virtual so, Console or is it? No, no. It's an actual disc based game. It's actually a disc based game. Yeah. This is like a retail Wii title. I liked this game. Shockingly, I think the controls are fucking terrible. I think the trial and error part of it is um, doesn't hold up. It's it's aggravating. If if it were unlimited lives, I would be like, this game is great. Go ahead and try it. Unfortunately, the uh, the the five life thing makes it really frustrating. Like trying to get all uh, all twenty two treasures in the first area without a guide and not really knowing much about the game it makes you want to fucking eat your foot. Like it's awful. Aside from that, it's it's quirky and it's interesting and it's kind of like you know it's with five bucks. Sure, I'll, I paid five bucks and I'll play it for a little while and then I'll be done with it. I don't know if it's worth like it doesn't really have a whole lot of replay value, especially once you beat it once. Like if you can beat it once, you're like, all right, well I know how to get to all the treasures and I know what jelly beans I need to feed and I'm done. Um, and so. that's why they made it so fucking ridiculously difficult. Exactly. So that's it's pretty typical it's a, of its, it's a step day. Up from Dragon's Lair. Uh, well, okay, yeah. Oh, the, uh, Dragon's, Dragon's Lair with Dirk the Daring. The fucking you'll get fucked over and over again, yet you'll still keep on popping in seventy-five cents yeah, each play. No shit. Uh, the, it was the first the rolling game balls that costed back and fifty forth. cents. I remember that part. Yep. It was the first game. I thought it was seventy-five. No, it was eventually it was. Eventually, it depends yeah. on where you where you were. It was on Laserdisc. Yeah, but well, they the production values. What he left. Don Bluth, yeah. He what was he eventually went to make a movie, Secret of Nim. Don Bluth made a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, but he actually left for well, he was working at Disney. Yeah, and then something happened that pissed him off, and he took him and ten of the other ten other animators, which is why Disney made a lot of shitty movies for a long time yeah. because all the they animators were, left. Wait, they well, stopped they making shitty movies, and they were making shitty movies too. Unfortunately, <laughs> Don Bluth went and made like the only. Th- Memorable thing, what they made, Fern Gully, and and the S- Land Before Time, Secret of Nim. That's a good movie. That is an amazing. Yeah. This way bastardized the book too much. It's leagues better than both don't of those movies wrong. combined. Absolutely, let's D- fight. Did he make Wizards? No, that was no, uh, Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, Wizards, Wizards, and uh, the original Lord of the Rings. Oh uh, yeah, animated movie was, God, was Ralph Bakshi. Those that were movie like my, is fucked up. I know. <laughs> Where there's a whip. <laughs> There's a way. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. S- slightly pornographic child <laughs> film. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ralph Bakshi for you. It was the 80s. Yeah. No, it was just that movie. <laughs> they don't make shit like that anymore. Though. Was the villain... Let me tell you, I would have known if there was porn in Transformers, the animated film, okay? I'm there was I swearing changed. and dying, but there was no pornography. It was just robots, and I wouldn't want to see Starscream naked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do I not make you feel sexy? 
<laughs> and all of a sudden, Andy turns into a Skeksis. Why, what a nice... Peace, <laughs> friend! My, what a nice boner you have there, Skeletor. <laughs> Ram Man and Fisto, huh? <laughs> all right, Battle Cat, I'm going to take your harness off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Yep, don't make them like they used to. No. Fisto. So what do you guys <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think of of the game? Like I I I've heard a lot of varying opinions. My opinion is if you want to fuck around with it for if you think it's worth fucking around with for 2 to 4 hours for 5 bucks, I would say go go buy it on Wii, but yeah. I, 5 bucks, couple hours entertainment. If you haven't played it before, it's worth it. The controls are infuriating, and you want a good reason to tear your eyeballs out. And it's get no, this one. It's yes, not, it's I not tear it. your eyeballs out. Chuck a controller across the room, perhaps. Mm. Not tear your eyeballs out. Five bucks—that's like infinite dollars for me right now. I'd rather play a different game or buy five iPhone games. I can buy <laughs> Peggle five times, and it's a lot better than this game. Right? You, you are the downfall of the video game industry. Absolutely. I am the downfall of the video game industry. <laughs> You're like a consumer <laughs> troll. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I spend $5 on this when I can buy Peggle five times? La, la, no. la, la. <laughs> I, I am the future and I've death got a whole homepage that's just copies of Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> I, however, I pay for every single one. I do not play Facebook games. No. Uh, no it's don't. quirky enough to be memorable, the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why it's sort of not just disappeared into an enemy like some other NES games. Yeah. Um, it's disappeared it, into a sea creature? I guess so. What? <laughs> what happened? Where am I? I, I got the What's joke, going but on? it was really bad, just so Fuck you know. You, it was brilliant. <laughs> anyway, you can get this I'm game lost. in the original uh, NES cart. Uh, which is kind of hard to find, actually, and you can also tell get, me about it. Uh, you can get the virtual console version for 500 Wii points. Um, that's really the best way to get it. I wouldn't suggest, unless you're a collector, I would suggest not going and trying to track down the, the NES cart because it's just you know it's not worth your time. But oh my god, we should play Goonies too. Oh Jesus! Fuck off! No, die, <laughs> die in a fire. I hate all things related to Goonies. So this Monday, Chrono Trigger finally released on uh, Virtual Console. Only, you know, what, four or five years too late. I don't know why Square hates money, but apparently they hate money because they shat $150 million of it down the toilet last quarter. That is actually fact. They reported to their their investors that they lost $150 million last quarter. So quarter. Squ- Square is a publicly traded company, and I was checking it out, and uh, their stock was valued at 1900 yen. Um, about the time that Final Fantasy fourteen launched, that's like seventy five cents in a bus transfer ticket, right? That's a that's that a, the appro- approximate it, it's about, like it's, it's about three dollars a share. Okay, that, that's what it was in October, about the time Final Fantasy fourteen released. It's about eleven hundred yen now. It's almost gone down to half. That doesn't really surprise me. So, but that all being said, if you have a Wii, go buy Chrono Trigger. It's eight bucks. And it's like Worth the it. cheapest version of, H- of Chrono Trigger you're going to find. Uh, the only the only thing that I will say the the only better place to get Chrono Triggers on the DS 
it's got more stuff. The controls are better. It's got touchscreen controls for a lot of the menu selections and it's really stuff. Really hard so, to find, though. Uh, yeah, it can be kind of hard to find. But if you don't want to get that one, get get God, get this one. Eight bucks, absolutely. It's a lot better than the PlayStation one because you load every th- absolutely worst cutscenes yeah. ever. Every uh, battle, load in the middle of a battle, load. Yeah, after you the bring up your over. menu to attack. Load loads in the middle of an attack. There's a loading screen. Yeah. loads like pauses and loads in the middle of one of the cutscenes that they put in there jesus christ are you kidding me there's loading screens for loading screens <laughs> <laughs> it's got to load the loading screen yeah it does it has to come from somewhere yeah. do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about Why before we wrap the show i that version of that game <laughs> Why can't you say that before i fucking started something else Sorry. <laughs> was fun. i don't know uh, moo uh. <laughs> Thank you, interrupting cow. Anybody else have anything they want to bring up before we wrap up the show? I love mudkips. Check out Trade Secrets. That's our comic book-based podcast. Uh, The last one we did was about the last days of American crime. The next one we're doing is all about uh, Casanova uh, Luxuria. Rate us on iTunes. We've got a few ratings, but we haven't gotten a new one in a while. So, fuck, go on there and rate us on iTunes. Uh, You can review us on Zoom by going to social.zoom.net and searching for After the Fact. You can follow us all on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I'm Geek Elite. Andy is Mathtastrophe. Pat is Pat Hates Tweets. And you can follow him if you don't actually like reading tweets because he never fucking tweets. Micatron is at Mr. Atron. Uh, a lot of his tweets have a tendency to link to his Tumblr page and show off his artwork, which is pretty fucking awesome. Baller. You can like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash After the Fact Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Tumblr, atfp.tumblr.com. You can friend us on the consoles now that the PlayStation Network is back. You can actually friend us on there if you want to. Uh, you can join the forums on the website and talk to the one guy who still listens to the show, which is Snicker. William Leonard posted on Facebook said that he was listening. He he must have listened to the uh, the beer beer Mageddon because he was like he was he was like I'm still here. And the only place we said that was in our drunken like where. The it's weird because people like listening to us, but they don't want to say anything to us. Seriously, like there's all these people that listen to this show, and I know that they're out there, but nobody will fucking write in. Nobody, like, I don't give a shit what people write in about. Just something. Do you blame them? Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be f- I think it would be fun if people just please, started writing in random shit and we started addressing it on the show. Direct our chuckle fuckery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can direct. An entire segment of the show. If you write in, we will we will go glom, somewhere completely different. We will you'll glom onto your fucking text that you send us, and we will we will love it like a fucking two dollar whore. Like it, just yeah. I was gonna say something like we will we will stick to you like bees on honey for the highlights version of that. That yes, yeah. But great rah. promotional spot there, Luke. Uh, Good work. Can, so if you want to do that, you can email us at afterthefact at geekerific.com or you can leave us messages at any of one of those portals. You can you can at reply us on Twitter, any one of us. You can post stuff on Facebook. You can do whatever you want. So that has been episode 36 of the After the Fact podcast, all about a boy and his blob. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Trump. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Thank you, Luke. And we're out.